What up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? And this is the 4th of July oh, episode. Yeah. God bless America, baby. That's right. We need an eagle sound effect. We used to have one. What did we do well, with it's, the it's, eagle sound Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. I was going to say, I thought we did have an eagle sound effect. Um, it is the 4th of July episode. So this is July 1st. Uh, this is actually July 2nd. Oh, July 2nd. See there? I don't even know what day it is. And anyway, uh, the 4th of July is on Sunday. So, you know, you get an episode before the 4th of July because, you know, the 4th of July is the gift that keeps on giving. That's so right. uh, I just wanted to take a moment and say, as we talk about the 4th of July, what's your favorite thing about the 4th? My favorite thing about the 4th is probably the food and alcohol and friends. <laughs> the fireworks are cool. But and friends. And friends, yeah. I have no desire to light the fireworks. My my love of fireworks has diminished as far as doing them. Yeah. I don't mind watching them. Right. But as I've gotten older. I'm not trying to run. You know, and my kids are starting to get to the age where I can trust them to just do it. They're not quite there yet, so this year I'm sure I'm going to have to freaking do all the fireworks and then running away and all mm -hmm. this other kind of stuff. But I'm hoping by next year I can truly just pop the lawn chair and just let them go. And Back just, up, Terry. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. up. And just have, uh, <laughs> uh, have, uh, the, yeah, just enjoy, enjoy it. it. Sit back. But alas, that is not this year. There better so, not be any fireworks this year, by the way. My favorite thing. Oh, God. Anyway, my favorite part of the 4th of July is to uh, I watch the Patriot. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a must on the 4th of July. Yeah. 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 No retreat. <laughs> Move forward. That's my favorite freaking part when he starts flinging that flag oh, around yeah. and everything and then the uh the, the the slave sees him and he's like charge it's that mess my favorite oh, yeah. that's my favorite part of the Amazing. whole the whole thing um uh i want to talk just about how the fourth of july is our independence day period the end i don't have a problem with Juneteenth being a federal holiday. I don't. I could care less, honestly. Makes sense to me. I yeah. mean, it does on the sure. surface. Makes sense. That's uh, when the last of the slaves in Galveston, Texas, finally found out that the Emancipation Proclamation had happened and that slavery was over, right? Yeah. That's the whole point behind it. I'm cool with that. I really am. What I don't like is people who are now like Macy Gray saying that we need to have a new flag, not an updated flag. And people are like, oh, Graham, we've changed the flag like 27 times. Yeah, I'm aware. Okay, but it was still the red, white, and blue, right? No, no. They want to replace the American flag now. Let's <coughs> vote on it. Because the American flag does not represent the independence of all people, is mm. what they say. Well, my argument would be this. That sounds smart. My argument would be, be this. Even if that were true, uh, okay, fine. The Betsy Ross flag may not have symbolized the independence of all people, but the 50 stars flag has, uh, I think it was done 60 years ago. Yeah, it was well after well, the Civil Well War. after the Civil War. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Um and what I don't like is the push of 
basically saying that there are two independence days right. in our country. I don't like that because that's not true. There and, and and me and Jason have talked about this. Jason, my business partner, who is uh black. he's he's black. black. Anyway, we've had this conversation and he agrees with me. There would be no Juneteenth without July 4th, 1776. There would not be anything. Okay. And so what I want to talk about briefly is I just want to talk about the amazing moment in time for all of history that happened on July 4th, 1776. And not only that, the amazing thing that took place in 1780 what? 83. 1783 is when the Revolutionary War actually ended. I mean, especially because it took like three months just to get over here. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. uh, send reinforcements. <laughs> Charge. They'll be there in 120 days. Uh, <laughs> no, 90 days is three months. Uh, they hit some bad some bad weather, 120 days. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's focus on July 4th really quick because I love Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. uh, where he's like, history began on July 4th, 1776. Everything before that was a mistake. Uh, I, I agree. I, I completely agree. I, be- I believe that to be true. Everything else was a failed experiment right? up until that point. Uh, everything else, you look at all the great societies in history, Athens, uh, you know, Rome, uh, Egypt, all, all these places, right? All these great civilizations that just crumbled, mm-hmm. right? Especially in Greece, right? You know, all that stuff. Um, the, the conquering and then there's a king or a pharaoh or a whatever the crap just didn't work. And then you got the British, which had King George. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically you had all these people who were like, screw this, man. You know, well, we're not doing this anymore. We're going to go over here. And once they got over here, it's amazing the differences that is today. Like today, I don't think you can create your own country today the same way. And the reason why is the world's too small, right? Mm -hmm. Like to get to London from here is six hour flight. And now they got some that can do it in like four and a half hours, like the supersonic jet or whatever. But back then, I mean, you might as well have been on a different planet. Right. And they got to talking, and, and I always like to imagine people talking you know, the way we do. We romanticize the Revolutionary War and mm-hmm. the signing of the Declaration of Independence. We romanticize it a lot. You know, uh, I say, good sir, that old men should be this and that. No, these right. people were drunk, talking to each other. Wanted to kill each other saying, half the time. Y- you know what, man? As he drinks a pint, he goes... This is bullcrap is what this is. Mm-hmm. These mofos think that they can tell us what to do. And then, you know, the Boston Tea Party basically happened because British, the King George and everything were not only taxing them, they were making it to where they could only buy the things that were coming off of the ships and then yeah. they taxed the crap out of them off of it. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't even make it themselves. They weren't allowed to. And taxation without representation became this whole thing. And that's why we have congressmen and representatives Mm -hmm. and everything now is because of that. That's where all of that stuff actually spawned from. And people don't realize, man, these, these people were just dudes 
sitting there talking about what kind of BS all this stuff was. Yeah, and they were pretty split, too. I and mean, they were, and they were. Of them, just like we talked about on Wednesday's episode, people who you know are, are so comfortable that they don't want to risk their lives. You know, these people were loyal to the crown, and they were afraid for their lives, so they would rather be put in those positions, you know, t taxation without representation, they'd rather have that than risk their life. Correct. Fight against and, and, and it wasn't so much that they were loyal to the crown. They knew it was BS. Right. But it's people that are, yeah, would rather, uh, you know, live on their knees than die on their feet. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, and they all knew it was a death wish. I would actually argue I think I, I want to say the number of the original 13 colonies, I want to say it was only like 2.7 million people. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so uh, we're talking about essentially the state of Mississippi in total. Yeah. All right, that's what we're talking about. The curators at Bespoke Post have done it again this summer with an all-new lineup of essential box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. Whether it's showcase pieces to level up your indoor hosting skills or breezy threads for a summer day. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month, no matter what you're into. Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up and you can can even skip a month or cancel any time. Each box has over $70 worth of gear and only costs $45. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code G-R-A-H-A-M at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code Graham for 20% off your first box. Okay. 2.7 million people were in all 13 original colonies. So think about that. Uh, what's 2.7 divided by 13? <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I got, I got two seven zero zero zero. A bunch of math witches are like da 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 da. No, uh, that's about two hundred and seven thousand people per state. Yeah, you want to talk about never seeing anyone ever unless you intentionally go to somebody's house, right? Like you're talking about in the state of South Carolina, there's only two hundred and seven thousand people. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, it's crazy to think about that. And then a lot of places, there were more people in certain areas like Virginia, New York, obviously South Carolina. Those were heavily, you know, populated areas probably. So there were probably some places there's like a couple thousand folks. Right. That's it. I mean, it's crazy to think about it in context like that. And, you know, you're talking about taking on at the time the most superior fighting force that the world has ever seen. Think By a long of, shot. Think about that for five seconds. I mean, really, like I said, we romanticize it a lot. Ah, oh, pitchforks, farmers took them out, blah, blah, blah. Think about the, and that is true. We did yeah. do that. But think about the decision-making process. Well, what are the pros? Well, if we win, we're free to do whatever we want. What are the cons? Well, how much time you got? Yeah, there's we a, die. There's a lot of t there, there's a lot of cons. Yeah, we die. They rape our women. They kill our children. Uh, they force us into you know, uh, Lord only knows. Like yeah. I mean, there were so many cons to think about. But you had 2.7 million people that were the, in the colonies, 
And I would say it wasn't even split down the middle. I would say the truth, the truth is it probably was about 20% of the people. But they were the loudest mofos in the room. Yeah. And they were the loudest ones. And oftentimes you'll find that people who accomplish great things oftentimes are met with resistance from everybody else. And they pretty much just have to take that leap of faith on their own. Mm -hmm. Because I've found that people who accomplish great things, oftentimes it's not realized that it's great until after it's done. Yeah, 100%. And everybody else thinks that it's stupid and it's crazy and blah, 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 right? Look at Martin Luther King, even. I'm sure that the majority of people in Martin Luther King's close circle was probably like, are you sure about this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm being for real. I'm not trying to downsize oh, for sure. what yeah. Martin Luther King did in any way. But but now Martin Luther King Jr. is arguably one of the most, uh, arguably one of the greatest figures in American history, right? Yeah. Um, world history, too. world yeah. history, even. And, and I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. is recognized worldwide to people with te- access to televisions and, you know, yeah. newspapers and stuff. I'm sure there's people living in cage, uh, caves in Uganda that may not know who Martin Luther King is. Yeah. Uh, either way, <coughs> George Washington, Ben Franklin, Thomas John Jefferson, Adams. John Adams, all these people, nobody would know how great these men were. I mean, honestly, even in their lifetimes, like even, even when George Washington becomes the first president and we'll get into all that in a minute, mm-hmm. nobody knew how great America was going to be. You, right. know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like America defeats the British, but America's like beat up, man. Right. I mean, you know, like, Oh crap. What are we going to, what are we going to do now? It's kind of like, I, you know, this is a very broad comparison. It's kind of like starting a business. Oh, I got this great idea for a business. You file the LLC paperwork, you're legally your own business. And then you sit there and go, what, what do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And so you, you have to imagine there was that feeling too, but let's back up. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. <clears throat> 20% of the population I would venture is more probably the more likely scenario of what's going on because you also have to understand this had never happened ever in the history of anything Mm -hmm. ever. People did not do this. People did not decide that they were going to basically secede from Britain. And then they knew they were going to go to war over it. And they had this idea before it even took place that if they win, they're going to do things this way. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, the first 10 Bill of Rights, et cetera, our, um, or the first 10 amendments, yeah. you know, which is the Bill of Rights. Um, they had this idea even before, right, that if we win this thing, mm-hmm. we are going to do something that has never been done in the history of the world, okay? America was not America. This ain't the history of America. This is the history of the world. Yeah. This is how great a moment July 4th, 1776 was when all these people signed the Declaration of Independence. They had already decided 99% how they were going to run things if they won. Right. So everybody talks about, you know, 
it all kind of started at the end of the war. And I've even made that mistake. Uh, I've always said, you know, in 1785, is that when it was? 1783. 1783. Maybe. In 1783, you know, we win the war and they do something that's never been done before. Instead of winning the war, taking power, mm-hmm. and being conquerors, they do what has never happened in the history of mankind up to that point. Right. They decide to give the power back to the people. So I always make the mistake and say that they did it then. No, they had already decided right. ahead of time. When they declared independence, they had already changed and went again the uh, went against all of mankind up until that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in Jesus's day, you had pharaohs, you had all this stuff. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. we are talking about all of human history. Mm-hmm. They make this decision that all of that was a mistake. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes I think, again, we romanticize this, mm-hmm. that, you know, one day all of Americans, you know, and they, well, they weren't even Americans. All of the colonists decided that, you know, all people were created equal and they were. Da, da, da. No, they literally. And, 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 and I want you to put yourself in that situation for five seconds and ask yourself, what would you have done? Mm-hmm. What would you have done? It's the same question that you ask people, you know, if you're a cop and you find $5 million in a bus, yeah. do you really turn in $5 million or did you only find four? You know, yeah. what, what would you do in that situation? And, and most of the soldiers were months behind on getting paid because we didn't have like this huge. I would argue to say that most of the soldiers never got paid. And, and, and because, yeah, think about the systems in place during that time. Yeah. Some of them may not, but I, I know that they... They're talking... But, but but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Years. Yeah. Some people were years behind in getting paid. Mm-hmm. And just wanted... <coughs> they're like, I have to go back to my farm or else my family's going to die. You know, I'm not getting paid from the military. So a lot of them did defect and so just think, go back to their farms. Think about that. I was in the military. Some of you are probably listening. Your spouse or you were in the military. Think about that for five seconds. We need you to go fight this war. But we're probably not going to pay you for three, four years. Can't promise you're going to get paid. After the war ends. Yeah. And the war was years long. Yep. Think about it for five seconds. Just think about the the weight of just that. Yeah. Think about the weight of knowing every single person that signed the Declaration of Independence, especially old John Hancock. He was a cocky mofo. He was. John Foot penis. You know there is this. Uh, you know there is a there's a the the photo right of them signing, mm-hmm. which is not accurate apparently. Well, there's two versions. Oh, okay. So there's two versions. So so I found this out when I toured the Capitol. Mm. There's actually two versions of that painting. Okay. There's one version where there's a I almost said virgin. There's one version where there's like an extra person in the painting. Judas. I'm just kidding. No, it wasn't Judas. And, and, and I'm not going to try to act like I know the names because I don't remember. But basically, one of the versions, there's an extra person sitting. And because if you look at it, there's the people signing it. And it looks like they're almost fighting with each other. Here, I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> because if I pull it up, I can show you more. Yeah, like in John Adams, he says when he goes to see that painting for the first time, he 
basically chews out the artist. He's like, what are you doing? This doesn't look anything like it. We weren't all fancy dressed. We were sweating. There was flies. We were cussing well, yeah, at each well, other. Well, so, 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 so that's, that's just common across the board. Uh, in fact, a lot of people don't know back in the original Congress and things, people would literally like pass out from heat yeah. because there was no AC back then. Folks, it's getting crazy out there, and more and more of you are choosing to exercise your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms with an American-made We the People holsters. And these guys are more than just holsters. They're becoming a destination for patriotic Americans. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham and check out their new American-made tactical gun belt with the proprietary talon buckle, and they even have their own line of bacon jerky that's been flying off the shelves most importantly we the people holsters are custom molded to fit your exact firearm for a quick smooth draw with thousands of options to choose from plus a selection of custom printed holsters you're sure to find the right fit for your lifestyle go to we the people holsters.com slash ground right now get an additional ten dollars off with the offer code g-r-a-h-a-m every holster with a lifetime guarantee if it's not a perfect fit send it back for a full refund Fun. That's we the people slash Graham. We the people slash Graham offer code Graham. Uh, okay. All right. Yes. All right. So I'm looking at it now. So there's two versions. So there's one version where there's like an extra person and people believe that it was a woman. I can't remember what the woman's name is, but they all wore wigs and stuff back then. So this woman wanted to see Mulan. <laughs> no, it wasn't Mulan. But this woman wanted to see the signing of the Declaration of Independence. But women weren't allowed in those situations back then. Mm. And then also, if you look at the uh, painting, they say, now this is all conjecture, you know, because who really knows? But if you look at it really close, and, and I don't even know who this is. This may be Jefferson. And I think that's Adams. Maybe. I, I'm not sure. But one of them's foot is on the toe of the other foot. Yeah. And so basically, you know, they're saying that right up towards the end, I mean, literally within seconds of signing this thing, he didn't want to sign it. Yeah. And basically this dude stepped on this mofo's foot and be like, sign, sign this piece paper. of paper, you spineless coward. Yeah. You know, and so people romanticize it, but the truth is, I mean, even up to the final seconds where pen meets paper, right? People were like, "I don't know about this." Yeah, I think history <laughs> is one of our biggest uh, problems in our society. People, like our professors in these liberal universities, are teaching a very calculated history that leaves out all the details about, like slavery and how. Jefferson, Adams, they wanted to end it. But Jefferson said it's like holding a wolf by the ears as soon as you let it go, you know. And, and another part of the history they don't realize is that there were more, M-O-R-E, Irish slaves in America than yeah. black slaves. But that's irrelevant, doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Well, you were sold from black Africans. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. The, the George Washington documentary that the History Channel did just recently, like in the past year, mm -hmm. was actually really profound. Because Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence and you know the, uh, the uh, Bill of Rights and et cetera. And they actually had the conversation about what do we do about slaves? Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody gets pissed. They're like, oh, George Washington owned slaves and all this stuff. And, yeah, he did screw them over because in Pennsylvania, if they were there for so many days and they had to be free and he would mm -hmm. rotate them out. Uh, and that is true. 
the founding fathers weren't perfect, but they actually had conversations mm -hmm. about what do we do about slavery when they wrote the Declaration of Independence. They, they actually had those conversations because they knew that it was wrong. Right. But again, people get so caught up in the now that they don't think about the fact of slavery has been around since the beginning of time. And yeah. it still is here in countries. It still is it still yeah. is here. It's in Atlanta in America, <laughs> Miami probably, well, Africa. Well, Saudi yeah, Arabia. well, yes, uh, you know, but but I mean like legitimate like trades, yes, slave trades. Yes, yeah. exactly. Africa. And so um the same one that we got our slaves from still exists. Exactly. But people don't realize they didn't put it in the original because they literally did not know what to do. Right. Because, again, you have to put it in the context of the weight of what these people were doing. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you stop slavery when the entire world has had slaves since the beginning of time? We're the bad guys, though, for doing it. And, and that, well, Americans tend to only think about American history. Yeah. Okay? Uh, how do you do it? And the answer was they didn't know at the time, right? but they knew that they had to declare independence. And they, they knew, first of all, they wouldn't even be able to address it if they didn't win the war. Right. Okay. It also can be argued they knew they needed bodies. So they had slaves, make the slaves fight in a war. You know what I mean? Like It also can be argued that as well. But what I'm saying is, a mere 80 years later, I think the Civil War happens, 80, 90 years later. Yeah. Think about that. That's your grandma. Okay? Yeah. So everybody likes to talk crap about America and how racist America was and we had slaves and everything. Your grandma time frame yeah. in the grand scheme of the history of a country. Okay? America's a very young country. Your grandma... Okay, Joe Rogan said it best. People were living to like 100. Mm -hmm. America is three people ago. Yep. Literally, three people ago. That's not very That's not very long. Right. We're not talking about freaking Egypt. <laughs> that's better. And they still got... So anyway, the point is, all right, I like to put everything in massive context. Mm -hmm. What would you do? How would you do it, Mr. Smarty Pants? Right. Mrs. I Know It All? How would you have gone about it? I would love to hear your plan. The greatest country to ever exist on <laughs> earth. You could have done it better. Yeah, you could have done it better knowing that slavery was just the way the entire world did it. Mm -hmm. There were kings and queens and pharaohs and, and, and dictators across all of humanity for the entire time of humanity. Um, and if you sign this piece of paper, not only are the slaves going to die, you're going to die. Yeah. What would you have done, Mister? I've got all the answers. One of my uh, favorite it's it's kind of ironic facts about the Civil War is that one out of every three freed South uh, uh, South Carolina, sorry, one out of every three freed South Carolina slaves turned around and bought slaves because they said, like, "Oh, this is a good business. I'm a free person now. I'm going to get into this business and buy some slaves." Nobody <laughs> knew any other way yeah and again forever not condoning it slavery is horrible it's wrong it should not happen anywhere it should never happened period right 
But the history of the world is the history of the world. Mm -hmm. Okay? Nobody knew any other way. They didn't know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. Okay? So they do this thing. And then, you know, what was the cost of ending it? Hundreds of thousands of lives. Years of fight. I mean, brother against brother. uh, Families against families. I mean, it was a huge and price to pay. 99% of them did not own slaves. <laughs> yeah. Well, 99%. Right. Well, anyway, we're not talking about Civil War. We're talking about July 4th. Oh, yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is we romanticize it and we forget the actual weight. And you've got people now who are trying to diminish the significance and the weight that is our Independence Day on July 4th, 1776. They had already made up their mind when they signed that piece of paper. A, they made that they had basically signed their own death warrants. Mm-hmm. Um, but B, they had already decided to go against the course of human history. Yeah. Human history, people. Think about it for five seconds. Would you have signed that piece of paper? Would you have been what if tomorrow we had to do something that was going to completely alter the course of the world mm-hmm. and you don't know if it's going to work you really don't you don't know you got no clue what would you do yeah and how would you do it it is amazing when you look at the constitution how close to perfect they got. Mm-hmm. And to make a document that is able to be amended. Right. Nobody had done that before. What are you talking about? No, mofo, this is the way it is. This is what the paper says. That's what it, that's what it is. Right. To set up a system in place where you could have the freedom to argue. Right. You know, I, one of the most profound things that I've heard recently is somebody said, you know, the freedom, freedom of speech, people are confusing what it is. The first amendment is there to protect the people you don't like. Yeah. Nobody has a problem with speech that everybody agree. Everybody agrees with. Right. The first amendment is there for that Dave character that you can't stand. Yeah. That's what the first amendment is ever. Alex Jones. The, yeah, the, exactly. The, 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 the forethought that they had to, th- to protect the person that they didn't like. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. They wrote our rights as Americans to protect the people they knew they were going to have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Just think for five seconds the weight of that. Without the First Amendment, there would be no 13th Amendment. Yeah. Period. All right. While many body armor companies rely on paid Instagram influencers to test their armor, Spartan Armor Systems uses an independent National Institute of Justice certified laboratory to scientifically verify the ballistic performance of their armor. Look, I got this freaking thing in the back of my truck at all times. All right. The way the world is going, you never know when you're going to have to defend yourself and or fight off the zombie apocalypse. So 
Go get the body armor right now. What's it going to stop you and what's it going to hurt to have the ultimate protection with you at all times? Go to SpartanArmorSystems.com to get the highest quality American-made body armor and save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. Protect what's yours with the best quality armor in America. SpartanArmorSystems.com. SpartanArmorSystems.com. Offer code Graham. Without the First Amendment, there would be no 13th Amendment. You want to know why? Hmm. Because people wouldn't have had the right to argue and say, we can't keep doing this. We have to end this. We have to stop it. Without the Second Amendment. Couldn't save the first. Couldn't save the first. All right, if you don't let us talk about this, I'm finna shoot you. you I'm being for real. Like, like, Like that. People don't realize the cause and effect of everything that had to happen. Because so often as Americans, especially now, because we have all these rights and these freedoms, it's really easy for us to go back and look and be like, wow, these were racist pieces of crap. What what did they do? No, no. Think about it for five seconds. They wrote the first, they wrote all the amendments to protect the people that they don't like. The right to shut your mouth. Think about that for five seconds. Mm-hmm. We know you did it. We, You piece of garbage, we know you did it. But you got the right to not tell us anything. Right. Think about that for five seconds. I mean, when John Adams saved the British soldiers, <laughs> you know, the Boston I, Massacre. Exactly. But that all of that spawned from that. That's what I'm trying to say. Think about the... The monumental moment in time where they literally did the exact opposite of every human society in the history of the world up until that point. And the more and more I dive into it and the more and more I think about it, the more just dumbfounded I am. Yeah. Think about every legal contract you enter in right now. Okay. If you own a business or things like that, you got your lawyers, they got theirs. Mm-hmm. The whole point is your lawyer tries to strong word it to where it's more in your favor and their lawyer tries to word it to where it's more in their favor. These people wrote this thing to where even the people they knew were going to have a problem with them. Do you know how many people probably talk crap about George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin? And they're like, are you freaking kidding me? This whole country is here because of us. Right. And you're going to talk crap about me? Oh, heck no. Yeah. That's what most people would do today. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Business owners, business owners. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. I create this business and I give you a job to provide for your family. You're going to talk crap about me? Yeah. You're going to talk crap about me? No, you're gone. See ya. Bye. I mean, just think about the mentalities that we have today. And these people literally were writing a declaration and rights to Americans that are given by God. So that's yeah. the biggest thing there, too. They changed the way that they thought as a people. Because every other rights that were ever given to anyone, ever, in the history of the world up until that point, was the government or whatever whatever power or regime was in charge. They gave mm-hmm. the people certain rights. The Pharaoh. So we need to look at, they viewed, you know, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, 
the the original 10 Bill of Rights at the Times, they viewed those as property to the individual as well. Uh, you, side note, by the way, um, it's in John Adams, but when Benjamin Franklin and John Adams are talking to Thomas Jefferson about the Declaration, and it says, and we're given... Uh, God-given rights, and Benjamin Franklin, Franklin's like, smacks of the pulpit a little bit. Let's change it to inalienable rights. So, like, they didn't want to scare off, yeah. like, you know, non-religious but, people. Like, they, it was just so unbelievable what they were, exactly. the foresight. But they believed that all men are created equal. Mm-hmm. They believed that the rights that we have and the freedoms we have were given by our creator, not them. Correct. Right. And so therefore, no matter what the government does, no matter what they say, the government does not have the authority to take these rights and these freedoms away in any way, shape, form or fashion. Right. You can't amend it in a way that it takes away from. Now you can amend it in a way where it gives you more. Mm-hmm. But you can't take away these rights because it, they're not yours to give or to take away. Like that whole thought process. It was new. Never been thought of before. Never been thought of before because they changed the way that people thought. Mm-hmm. And again, that is what I'm trying to get at. You got this Juneteenth being the, you know, the the second independence. To get out of here. Yeah. No. Juneteenth in comparison. To July 4th, there is no comparison. Because the monumental weight of Juneteenth in no way trumps, ironically, trumps the monumental weight of July 4th. Yeah. Because without that mindset, without that thought process, without that just, in my opinion, divine intervention, Mm -hmm. no mortal man thought how to word those things that way. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Have you seen some of the morons that write stuff today? It's supposed to be some of the most educated scholars in the history of mankind. Uh, well, well, you know what else the left always talks about is like the colonization, white colonization, right? Well, when we beat uh, England, the the rest of the world stopped and was like, oh, crap, like, they just changed the game. Like the individual, just like in Christianity, is way more important than the king or the the government. So I think it inspired people all over the world and probably took down the reign of, of England for sure. Well, right. And 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 again, J- Juneteenth doesn't happen without July 4th. Yeah. The 13th Amendment doesn't happen without the first. Cause and effect. Yeah. The massive, if you believe in things like the butterfly effect, right? Like a butterfly can flap its wings and it can lead to a freaking tsunami in Japan or whatever, you know? The ripple effect that was the thought process mm-hmm. of even writing that document, it's, it's immeasurable. It, it, yeah. it, is, it is immeasurable what they had the forethought to do mm-hmm. it is it is the it is outside of jesus being born and jesus dying on the cross and rising from the grave it is in my opinion 
the third biggest moment in the history of the world. Yeah. And, and we can't force people to celebrate it. And, you know, if, if they want to prefer Juneteenth as their 4th of July, I'm still going to go out and have fun on the 4th. I'm not going to stop them from thinking that well, in yeah, their mind. You, you know? have the right to be a moron. Yeah. If that's what you think, I'm not going to stop you from yeah, thinking exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have fun on the 4th. You have the right to be a moron. But you have no Juneteenth without July 4th. Yeah. And so, therefore, July 4th is our Independence Day. And as far as the flag goes, we've had this current flag for, I know, the past 60 years. When did we yeah, purchase? Since Hawaii, right? Which was 40 I, wasn't or 50? Was it Hawaii the last purchase or Alaska the last pur purchase? Last state on the flag. The last state on the flag was last two states added. Okay, so here it is. Hawaii and Alaska were the last two. Um, really, nobody else. <coughs> Okay, the stars for Alaska and Hawaii were made in 1959. Okay. Hawaii was the last state. All right, there you go. So it's been around for a long time. So how does that flag not represent independence for all and equality for all? How? Explain it to me. You can't because it. you have no argument. Yeah, and nobody here. The flag we have right now ain't the flag we fought the uh, the Revolutionary War in. It ain't the flag we fought the Civil War in. It ain't right. the flag we even flew back in World War Two. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Hey, if we have time, I do want to play one little clip from John Adams, which is yeah, perfect for uh, the Fourth of July. Objects of the most stupendous magnitude. Measures which will affect the lives of millions, born and unborn, are now before us. We must expect a great expense of blood to obtain them. But we must always remember that a free constitution of civil government cannot be purchased at too dear a rate, as there is nothing on this side of Jerusalem of greater importance to mankind. My worthy colleague from Pennsylvania has spoken with great ingenuity and eloquence. He has given you a grim prognostication of our national future. But where he foresees apocalypse, I see hope. I see a new nation ready to take its place in the world. Not an empire, but a republic. And a republic of laws, not men. Gentlemen, we are in the very midst of revolution. The most complete, unexpected, and remarkable of any in the history of the world. How few of the human race have ever had an opportunity of choosing a system of government for themselves and their children. I am not without apprehensions 
gentlemen. But the end we have in sight is more than worth all the means. I believe, sirs, that the hour has come. My judgment approves this measure, and my whole heart is in it. All that I have, all that I am, and all that I hope in this life, I am now ready to stake upon it. While I live, let me have a country. Mm. A free country. I love it. July 4th. 1776, in my opinion, is the third greatest date in the history of the world. It started every single thing that you can possibly imagine in America, and it influenced the way other countries do everything since. We have an obligation as Americans to not only celebrate our Independence Day, but also preserve mm-hmm. the weight that was our Independence Day. America is the greatest country in the world. And in my opinion, there will never be another country better. Ever. America may fail. But if America fails, all other country ideas fail. Yeah. It's the greatest country to be black, greatest country to be gay, get, get, greatest country to be anything. It is the country that everyone else wants to come to. Yeah, so bad. And apparently. we can't get a single freaking person to leave. <laughs> yeah. So, I hope you enjoyed this recap of July 4th. And we hope you have an amazing, yeah. real Independence Day. Oh, yeah. July 4th, 1776. It's the greatest day in world history mm-hmm. outside of the birth of Jesus and the resurrection the resurrection Woo! of Jesus. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy your July 4th, and we'll see you again next time. See you.